Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of The Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host, and your dungeon master for another thrilling D&D adventure. Joining me here today, we have... Daniel, playing Chad Fleet. Hey, all playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Fall Rock. I'm Matt, and I play Leon. Waffle, playing Tarjux Heiko. We do not have any fan mail this week, so who would like to give us a recap of what happened last time? We're on a mission. We're on a mission to find the tree ship, the one that went missing at the beginning of the end. All of them went missing at the beginning of the end. Well, well yeah, this but we one know is where sort of trans. Yeah, roughly. We have a general idea and consensus, and lo and behold, we found it after yep. traveling. We are in dire need of money, and we are going yeah. to pilfer it from the grave of the brave elvish navigators who once inhabited this ship. That's, that's, the plan. Yeah, that, that's the main reason we, we 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 need to get rich quick scheme and this seems to be the best <laughs> chance so yeah except for you know robbing an aldrax bank but which i still want to do we couldn't we couldn't come to consensus on that yeah someday <laughs> uh so yeah that's uh, we have just arrived as i recall at the uh that very place you have arrived at that very place um, and i point to it and i go there Leyland, i believe you had something you wanted to discuss about oh so Leyland wanted to also like because this was like a couple weeks right getting out here it was a bit of a journey yeah so on this time while Leyland's, uh you know kind of practicing his shadow stuff he also wanted to work with the Dwarven crew on some, like, attack maneuvers and, like, fighting, like, oh, styles and yeah. whatnot. Like, and actually train them to be a little bit more of an actual, like, battle uh, battalion, perhaps. Like, just get some, like, basic uh, battle strategies and whatnot down. That is a good fight. idea. Yes. All right. Maneuvers. Yeah. Dwarven. Dwarven. Just kind of hired them and just told them, hey, guard the ship. And <laughs> we haven't really given them any other. Yeah. I imagine we probably have like one dwarf in the communication room taking messages and like, you know, writing them down, but that's probably limited use. Yeah. Um, Leyland, go ahead and make a charisma check for me. Charisma check. That's total of... Ooh, that's a total of 20. That's a 19. A dirty 20. Okay. Um, yeah. So, your, your efforts are reasonably successful, and you notice as you are working with the dwarves, that they do become somewhat more organized and more akin to, like, a proper crew that is able to handle maneuvers and stressful situations and that sort of thing. Progress. Yeah. That's what I like to see and hear. So, yeah. That, that is a thing that you have done. And, I like, and there by no means... they ask about who are we fighting or who the enemy might be, I just kind of... You know, like mumble something and just keep going. Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
there there is some some curiosity about why they would need this kind of training, but uh, for the most part, they take to it pretty well. They're not by any means like a professional crew of sailors or whatever. They are still very much novices. They're just slightly better at this than they were when you uh-huh. f- first took them on. Um, less likely to like run into each other or accidentally stab someone or run the tree ship into the ground somehow than previously. It's okay. We'll keep working on it. We'll Way keep back, working we'll, on we'll it. We'll do another training montage. Uh huh. Um, anybody else have anything to add? I Oh, I will also note, dear audience, that the party has leveled up. They are now, and I believe everybody is the correct level at this juncture, level 11. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Supreme power. So they'll have some new tricks and toys to play with. And, yes. You are intelliferous floating in the air over a chunk of land that split from the continent um, containing a petrified forest that has been run over by the desiccated and petrified remains of a tree ship that is uh, sort of more coniferous in shape uh, looks more like an evergreen tree than Teliferous's deciduous deciduosity. Um, that's not a real word. It might be a real word. I'm pretty sure it's not a real word. It is lying askew, uh, sort of. It's like at an angle, um, sort of like Teliferous was when you first found it, but um, propped up very slightly instead of laying flat on its side. Mm-hmm. And that's about all you can see from this distance. All right. Let's prepare an away team. By which I mean, everybody get ready. And <laughs> I, I take scans? the ship in. Can we do any sort of scans for life first? Like just have an idea of what we might be away teaming down to? Is that something we can do from the new and improved scanning room? Most likely. Make I mean, it I so, new, number one. I have a spell that we could use that I found out that I have. In <laughs> uh, other news, Desmond has looked at his character sheet for the f- first time in 50 <laughs> episodes. I mean, it, it's, you have no idea how true that is. but <laughs> I, have, I have a spell called Arcane Eye that I could use to make an eyeball, and it lasts for an hour, so I could send it that direction when we can look around. I want to try the tree ship scanning. Like, maybe we do that, and if we pick up anything, then then use the eyeball. Sure. Okay. Uh, You go up to the scanning room. What do you do? I don't know. How does it work? Um, It needs somebody who can do some sort of divination to really make use of it. I'm out. (laughs) <laughs> Sounds like Desmond or Basil then, hmm. or uh, Ched, right? Can't Ched yeah, do divination? Yeah, can do it. Uh, I can divine. Yeah, get up there, Ched. What do your bird eyes see? <laughs> Sorry, bird eyes or 
divination abilities. In this particular instance, they are one and the same. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. Should I... What should I roll, Joe? Um, you will need to roll a... I guess it would be Arcana. And you will also need to expend a spell slot to make use of the scanning room. Um, The higher the level of the spell slot, the better your scan will be. Oh, okay. Um, Let's see. I'm going to use a fourth level spell slot. Okay. So that's an 18. All right. Uh, So you go up to the divining pool. And you focus on it, you channel the magical energies that you command into the pool, and it turns into a topographical map of the um, the island that you are floating over. And you can see that there are specks uh, sort of moving about it, mostly focused at the top of the tree ship and sort of in that general vicinity. I see specs within the like. There, these are all within the tree ship. Yeah. Okay. Am I the only one? Can I mean, is this a visual for the party too? Yeah, it's it's displayed okay. in the scrying pool. Okay. So there's uh, no way for us to determine like size or anything or I mean, nature or it's kind of relative to the size of the tree ship. So on the small side, but it's not easy to make it out from from this this is kind of like presence absence more than specific details could just be some birds or other small creatures that just survived and lived on the island should we maybe get closer and i can send uh, some smaller creatures to send the some reconnaissance oh <laughs> doesn't seem helpful <laughs> What about your eye, Desmond? It doesn't have sound. We we could do that, but I would like to send the dwarves on bears. That's <laughs> that's my. <laughs> Hang on. If we're sending live beings, though, shouldn't we just go? Like at that <laughs> point, I really want to. I really yeah, want do you, to. Do you want to go on the bears? Is that the problem? No, I, we 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 are I, the I most qualified adventurers here. Go on the bears. There's nothing it's against the bears. It's, it's just the tree. We we are the most qualified adventurers here. We should not be sending other beings in our place to do the adventuring and scouting. Qualified is a strong term, but I agree with you. Okay, experienced then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we are experienced. Unfortunately, yes. But like when it comes to scouting, if we can't divine it, we should probably just go right you can't yeah. find it it's not worth knowing now let's get in there it's gonna That's be like it's like teliferous it's probably got some residual shielding effects even if it's powered down mm, um, yes. i'm already i'm saying all of this while standing on the balcony ready to throw myself over the edge i'm like come on uh-huh feather falls leaving in 30 oh, seconds let's go I take the fireman's pole out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not we're not landed. We're we're I, still hovering uh above the target. 
I say something to the dwarves about, you know, remember your defensive positions and, uh, you know, yep. um, tactics for uh, if there is an incursion onto the ship while we are gone. I sling a pancake into everybody's face. Um, <laughs> attached to this pancake uh, with a paperclip is your uh, secret call sign for the duration of this mission in case we get separated or encounter shape changers. Um, my call sign for this mission is going to be Splendorous Delight. We get more hit points? Like, did you get no, any kind of buff uh, to your... Actually, that's a good question. Thank you. Um, level plus charisma. So it did go up to 16. Ooh. How fancy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cram, cram that in your craw. Uh, my note says vicious cherub. Okay. Uh, I ate my note, so I don't know what's on it. <laughs> frazzle, frazzle, really? Look, Falrock, I'm not in charge of the code words. Yes, you are, though. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not Tarjux is the best again. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I'm not in charge of the code words. Okay, they're they're generated by an algorithm. Um, it's it's completely random who is assigned with what. <laughs> Aylin, what is your code word for this mission? Frozen Python. <laughs> All right. Everybody, assemble and launch, and then I will uh, I'll feather fall us down to the base of the tree. Okay. Nice. You land on the base of the tree. Are you talking about Teliferous or the other tree ship? The other tree ship. Okay. I was like, that's not. You jump off the balcony and drift gently down to, like, Basil and Ivy's cottage. <laughs> yeah. Look, All right, next I'm, hop. I'm frivolous with magic. I'm not that frivolous. Because uh, I want to keep the Teliferous, you know, up and away from whatever's going to happen down here. Okay. Yeah. Agreed. Um, <laughs> did I name, like, the dwarf in charge or the head? Head to crew. Um, leave so. I think you left. Uh, so Soli Glimmer Soli Glimmer Mellows is the chief communications officer. Um, I think you left it in our uh, up to our disposition to decide which dwarves were named what and what they were in charge of, and I only ever named the chief communications officer. So. Okay. Uh, uh, so come up with a name for the sort of your contact contacts dwarf amongst your crew. Yeah, the the liaison. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this honor should go to Falrock personally. Or like third mate, second yeah. mate. I don't third know. Mate. I'm not a boat person. Not a boat person either. Um, I just play one on TV. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Glimmer Mello has proven himself to be responsible. Oh, is he getting a, a promotion? Well, I mean, I figure there's a reason we leave him in charge of communications, and that's because he's the most reliable. Yeah, okay. Because, I mean, that's the job that the we will do the least, so we need the person we trust the most to do it, right? And also, it's where the most super classified shit rolls in, so... That, too. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, Sully Glimmer Mellows is promoted in the field to third hand. Okay. Um, uh, so Sully Glimmer Meadows uh, comes up to you before you make your jump. It's like orders before you leave. Uh, 
Don't let anybody back on this ship. Uh, keep a watchful it's eye out for us. anything approaching. Uh, radio us immediately if you see anything flying this way, uh, even yeah, if it's keep, just a bird. Keep an eye out on scanners and this, you know, uh, weather eye. It, continual patrols up and down the ship. I'd like at least two guards posted out on the grassy landing, just in case. Uh, we're not expecting any trouble, but we never are. So. Maybe one in the, uh, uh, what are we called, the, the top? The... Oh, yeah. I, I imagine there's probably, like, multiple lookouts up there kind of thing. Because they've got, we got, like, dwarves with spyglasses watchful for incoming threats. Basically, if anything seems suspicious or out of the ordinary, uh, contact us immediately, especially if you see a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> What's a balloon? It, a, a, a terrible, awful device. A flight with no artistry, no heart, no soul. Just, just radio. If anything, <laughs> if anything seemed off. Anything coming towards the ship. Just, just, just radio us. Okay, I'm pretty sure we can do that. He fires off like a, a sloppy salute and uh, <laughs> goes to relay this information to the rest of your crew. All right. Um, we haven't gotten there yet. We we really yes. need to figure out a way to let them man the guns. Like, uh, I, I don't know how. Unless you to inject them. I don't think that's going to well, happen. Well, yeah, I, I'm wondering, wondering like, some maybe, of the special sauce. Like... If, well, does the sauce have to be in their blood? Or maybe if they had, like, a vial of it <laughs> as a necklace? I mean, we could cut Leyland's hands off and tape them to the gun part. <laughs> no. I just, well, it's an option. Desmond, do you have greater restoration yet? Yeah. <laughs> it's an no. option. It's an option. <laughs> no. We're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll figure that out when we get back. Uh, Fox has a better AOE effect anyway. No, we're not. No, no, we're <laughs> not. Small rocks hands. Okay. No, we're not. Uh, Nobody's cutting off anybody's hands. We'll just we'll take a little vial of blood. We'll mix in all of our blood mad. together. He just he just is like thinking of it from like a logistics standpoint. Yeah. <laughs> We'll mix all our blood together in a little vial, and then the dwarf will have that on their person, and maybe the tree ship will be able to use all the weapons at once. I'm sure that's exactly how that will play out. A barrage yeah, of fire and wrong. ice and bears and lightning and shadow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think mine was wood. Chad was a bear gun? <laughs> no. Chad had, like, um... Thorn Shut. stuff. It was like yeah. a, a thorn shotgun. <laughs> bears. The gun we land outside bears. the uh, yeah. Ship. So you land outside the other, the other tree ship. Um, Ched, upon landing, you immediately notice that this area is kind like, it's dead. The life energy has been consumed from it drained away somehow um Slurped. the trees themselves have been reduced to stone and there is there's very little huh? in the way of life here 
I'm sorry. They they've been petrified, like yeah, it's a petrified forest. Literally two stone. Mm-hmm. Okay, not just sapped of all life and they're decrepit. No, petrified. You know. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Um, so this is the tree ships doing, or something on the tree ship? Something's no corrupted. That's. Or maybe this is just what happens when a tree ship is in the ground for too long. Chud, I would request that you touch the side of the tree ship and give us a tremor sense reading. Well, even if it's taken root, like, the roots are only running so deep. Yeah, but this is a pretty small landmass, right? That's what I'm saying. Relatively. So like it, it didn't have anything to... Well, the, the, specifically to the fact that it's petrification instead of just withering is interesting. But we're not going to find that out standing outside. We're gonna have how to many, inside. how many little pips, how many little dots, how many little um, hits on the radar in the divine pool that I see earlier? A lot. Oh. Did we see too many any to count? birds or anything on our way down? Nope, no birds. Chad, uh, tremor sense reading on the side of the tree, please. Um, I mean, I just ready what? has his crossbow just out. That'd be like a just a perception check. Yeah, give me a perception check. That is a twenty-six. Uh, you get some faint tremors, but nothing like. There's nothing close enough, immediately close enough, for you to pick out any fine details. I like that. It's coming from further up the tree. Um, we did see initially that. That's where most of the dots yeah. were, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, do we want to do? Well, do we want to enter the ship, or do we yes. want to? Okay. So I, I say we when, walk when, on. When we were looking at it on the uh, on, on Teliferous, did it look like the dots were coming more where the foliage from the tree would be, or in like the center, where like the interior of the the ship, kind of like ours. They were mostly concentrated around the top of the tree ship. It could be perhaps in like a bench or something. We could stay outside and go to the top of the tree ship first. Yeah, I've got a rough map in my head of what it looks like on the inside, though. Um, also, I I would like to check the reactor area as soon as possible, rather than leaving it till the end. Is that the assumption that it's the same as ours, Desmond, or you got something you're holding out on this on? Well, no, last time, remember, I did that uh, divination thing. So I've got, a, like, a rough idea of what the inside looks Yeah, like. but you didn't tell us. I know. <laughs> yeah, you have so a said, rough idea. This would have been good to know earlier, but okay. No. Let's just go into the base. We'll oh, encounter yeah. Wait, Were you able to cross-reference that with where the, the blips came up? Yes. Yep. But I don't... Where where were they in reference to what I would know? Up by the observation deck on this ship is where the vast majority... Like, the top three floors. Yeah, so there, all the stuff that we're getting gets on is on the observation deck, guys, so we should probably not start there, right? Yeah, I'd say we try to find them right, right so, What if it's the tree's defenses? What if we're going to run into a swarm of some sort? 
stone bees well, that shoot stone stingers? That sounds terrifying. That petrify us? All right. Yeah. So here's what we'll do then. Uh, team A, that's everybody except Ched, is going to stay <laughs> here at the base of the tree. Team B, that's Ched, uh, <laughs> is going to do an overhead aerial reconnaissance of the observation deck and see if there's anything visible there and then report back. Does that sound good? Sure. All right. This is Team B leader, uh, Redbird, taking off. <laughs> team A, read you, Team B. <laughs> Go get them. And I fly 100 feet up and start flying laterally afterwards towards the the top of the tree ship. Okay. You arrive at the top of the tree ship, and you can see that there are a lot of um, what look like large insects moving about in this general vicinity. How big? Uh, somewhere between a small dog, well, not a small dog, a large dog and a horse. Like, there's a, a variety of Ooh. sizes here. Oh my god. Are they all the same species? Yes. They all like, yeah. Are they beetles? They look more like ants. Okay. Hmm. So I'm going to use my, ah, shit. I'm not familiar with that spell. Yeah, well, I was like, really powerful. maybe I should just go try talking to them. And I was like, mm, maybe I don't want to alert them that I'm here. So I'm going to fly back to the party. Okay, you fly back to the party. And I let them know that what the um, what blips we saw at the top of the tree ship are, I think, giant ants that are like the size of ponies. Somebody must have left some oh. giant crumbs around. <laughs> Well, that's it exactly. Uh, you know, just the ship's defenses. Earth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could yeah. be. But My plan is to get into the bridge and turn them off. So I, I like that plan. I could lukewarm on that plan because, uh, as we will all recall, uh, Desmond interfacing with the tree control systems corrupts them. Because of our spicy Sunny D blood. Right. And if also, we ever want to give this tree ship or sell it to somebody, oh. um, uncorrupted would be preferable. Yeah, I don't well, know. Do we really want to initiate an escort idea. mission here? Yes. I don't think it's a good idea for us to plug in. The only arms dealer I want to be is in Leyland's severed hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. I'm just saying that this tree is a lot more useful to us from a you know, monetary and reputation gain standpoint if it's not also keyed to our biometrics. I thought we were going to take what we could use off of this and make a smaller, more uh, deployable tree ship. <laughs> I love that idea, but... Or just feed it to our tree ship. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I don't think we're going to find a tree ship problem. might have, like, a problem with that. It's what just, is like, this is cannibalism, end? basically. Let me go but, talk I mean, to the ants and see if they're friendly. All right. Like, maybe they just live here and they're yeah, so, they're not actually part of the tree ship's defenses. So what's but... the plan B for when they try to eat you? I'm flying. So okay. <laughs> unless they... <laughs> I am airborne. Do you... How do about you want... go up there with them? Okay. Okay. And you, you know that, from... like, some ants' butts can shoot stuff really high in the air, right? Yes. Yeah. And I'm okay. thinking maybe having somebody on Telephorus guns could be beneficial. So that, like, 
if a swarm of ants tries to chase Ched, we chase them out into a, you know, a firing area where we can. Yeah. Well, I thought he would bit. just throw some bears at him and run away. Well, yeah, but the bears could lure them out into a, a kill box. Yeah. I mean, I guess we have to deal with the ants one way or another if they. Yes, I think that I'll just. I think that I'll just cast anti life shield, or anti life shell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they can't. I mean, they'll still be able to. I guess shoot Spit projectiles at, at me if they have it, but. Yeah, yeah, they're really big too. I don't want to get swarmed. I'm not gonna go talk to them. This is probably a bad idea. I I like the idea of talking to them. I just think we need to be ready for when it goes bad, which means having somebody on Teliferous because there's literally no downside to having somebody using Teliferous's armament. Well, fly it's... up there. You're the most mobile out of all of us. Yeah. Okay. Are there I'm like gone. some? Are there like some branches or um? Like, is there an opening in the ceiling where I could just, like, peek my head out and talk and not risk getting shot? Um, I mean, you could, in theory, land somewhere on the the tree ship itself. Um, I would like to, once I'm aboard Teliferous, uh, tilt it slightly into a better firing position and then activate the lightning guns. Okay. And then I wait poised and ready to strike like the scorpions of yore <laughs> okay uh so i'm going to use the staff of woodlands to cast speak with animals and fly to the top of the teliferous peek over whatever edge i can find at maybe like 30 40 foot distance from an ant and call out to it what do you say oh there uh Guardian of the tree, uh, I come in peace. Um, they do not appear to respond to you. Do they even see me? Hmm. So I, I guess I I'll stand, <laughs> stand up or, or pull out a little bit from the, the gap and just start waving my arms. Hey, anybody? Can you all hear me? Nope, nothing. What happens if I just touch the interior of the tree ship? Nothing. Just like, real quick. Okay. So they're not triggered by somebody just walking in or entering the confines of the ship? Nope. Uh, okay. Well, I'm going to fly back down and say to the party, I don't think that they're a threat, but maybe if we ventured further or... or deeper into the ship they might react but they didn't even seem to hear me talking so it might just be that i can't talk to insects or they're just unaffected by i don't know frankly can you talk to the bees of teliferous uh i could talk to any beast that has well no no like like our i've never tried huh I am going to, before I leave Teliferous to rejoin the group, I'm going to task a single dwarf with keeping an eye on the ants at the top of the tree and immediately alerting us if they, like, move deeper inside the tree or grow agitated or, like, change their patterns in any way significant. Okay. Is that doable? Um, Run that by me one more time. 
uh, I want a dwarf to watch the wanna, okay. nest of ants up in the observation deck, and if they start going like crazy, or if they start like moving down inside the tree to come murder us, I want to be told. Okay, so Ooh, or what if... posting a watch, and the dwarves are going to update you on the motions of the insects below. Yes. Okay. And then I give him a quick little salute, wink, and a finger pistol, and then throw myself over the edge to rejoin the party. Excellent. And I land and say, all right, nothing for it. Let's go in the main door. And I begin scrambling my way up the side of the tree, by which I mean walking calmly. And uh, I assume that this tree has a sort of like doorway at the base similar to our own. Yes, it sure does. It is um, up a little ways. Like, it's not flush with the ground because of how the tree plowed into the earth upon its descent. I'm gonna fly on up there, and then can I, like, reach down to help boost people in? Or is there a place I can, like, tie a rope? Mm-hmm. I do both. Okay, you do the thing. I, I help everybody up into the stairwell. Okay, uh, make an athletics check for me. And whoever uh, is going up first, also make an I athletics mean, check. I'll go. I'll go. I can just walk around because I can. Yeah. Walk can. on vertical surfaces. Twelve. Yeah. Actually, no, it's any surface, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Eighteen. As long as you're moving. As long as I am in motion, yeah. Which I imagine, like. Gyrating hips te- technically count as motion, so you just like, stand on a wall as long as you're like. <laughs> no, you can move along vertical surfaces and across liquids on your turn without falling during the move. So it is the movement action, not just gyrating my hips. Uh, my head cannon's the same. <laughs> my head cannon. So has the thing is that. Falrock can stand on surfaces if he twerks, but that would mean twerking in <laughs> front of the party, so much. he never does yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Only in our most dire hour. <laughs> Just do the Cupid Shuffle instead. Uh, anyways, I just go over to the door, and I'll take the rope with me. Like, the heck with this athletic okay. stuff. Just... Yeah, so Terjix flies out and like reaches a hand down with a rope, and Falrock runs up, snatches it out of Terjix's hand. <laughs> gotcha, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, Falrock. Ted, uh, Ted reaches out for the rope. That's a nat. <laughs> that's a nat one. Okay, uh, Ched. Fly up. Yeah, there. Ched completely forgets that he doing? has the ability to fly. Look, just, he didn't want to feel left out. Yeah, just because you can fly doesn't mean you always have to fly. Yeah, I stay without a hint of irony. <laughs> I would push you back down, but you just feather fall yourself. Yeah. Uh, while everybody else is climbing up, I'm going to sort of peek into the foyer here and see what we're dealing with. Is this tree... Larger or smaller than Teliferous, roughly? It's taller but narrower. Hmm. Okay. It's like a... You said it was a pine tree, right? It is akin to a pine tree in shape, yes. Neat. Uh, yeah, in that case, 
I'll kind of step into the the area here. Does it have a central stairwell similar to our own, or it has a spiral staircase going up the interior? Yes. All right. Awesome. I think uh, proceed up the staircase, or you know, along the side of it, and then anytime we encounter a doorway, we all post up around the edges and then peek inside. Okay. Uh, you can go down or up. Oh, are we not at the base? You are at the base. You can go down or up. Down. Go down. Okay. You go down the stairs and immediately find that they are blocked by those uh, vines that you've seen in Teliferous that sort of uh-huh. cover doorways. Um, are these petrified or...? They appear to be, Yes. Falrock, can you check with a chisel really quick if these are, like, regular stone or some kind of magic impermeable bedrock? I I assume you have, like, a a pick or a chisel or something. That's Um, racist. Or just punch it. I don't know. No, I really don't carry, like, a pick or chisel. You are a smith. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Can you punch it, please? (laughs) Yeah, okay. Uh... Do I need to make a strength check to try and pull these apart then, or...? Um... You don't know that you'd be able to get a grip on them to pull them apart? They're so interwoven? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I can will... only shatter it, but I'm trying to conserve damage. <laughs> I will cast Stone Shape, since I have that prepared. Oh. Um, in the hopes that these are stone through and through. Uh, okay. So I reach out and touch the wall of thorns. Uh huh. Thorny vines. Uh huh. And I attempt to create a five foot diameter hole in them. You cast your spell. Yeah. And you feel your magic seep into the stone as it does. Oh. And then it sort of drains away. All right. So. Systems are still active. <laughs> something is, at least. I want to try hmm. something, and I don't know if I can get a sense of it here, but I still have to speak with plants, and I'm sure Chud could do it too, but I mean, if the ship is still active, perhaps there is something that we, there is a way we can communicate with it without having to plug in. Yeah, right? without having to poison it. So... I don't know if I should do it here or wait till we get closer to the command ship. I think I'm going to wait closer until yeah, we Yeah, doing that ship. from the bridge sounds like it would be mm-hmm. a good idea. Okay, let's go up instead. We'll we'll come back here. Uh, just looking around, is there anything of note? Is there, you know, like, I obviously not, like, dead bodies or anything lying around or... Anything like that? Any corpses? No. Um, it looks like the staircase just ends in a wall of vines. Oh. Okay. Uh, really quick before we leave, Ched, does your tremor sense suggest that there is a hollow space behind those vines? Um. I mean, unless there are any vibrations, I don't. I don't know that I would be able to tell that, but I can try. I don't know how tremor sense works. Well, you you see, you sense tremors. So, like, stomp. the vibrations. 
stomp to make some vibrations or like I'll here I'll tap on it with a like the flat of my sword or something. You have a sword? Yeah, I carry a decorative katana. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you what? Fan artists everywhere are frantically <laughs> updating their, their reference sheets. All their old art. <laughs> no, I don't actually have a katana yet, but um Wait. Joe, if you ever want to give me a casting implement that's also a sword, I will definitely use it. Maybe here? Maybe? I tap on it with the end of my wand to create vibrations so Ched can read the room. Total of 20 on uh, perception. There is indeed a hollow space on the other side of, okay. of these vines. So, uh, based on Teliferous's layout, this is where the engines would be down here. Ah. Okay. You want to try igniting it? Well, we have to check on the core first, because otherwise, what's the yeah. point? Because we are under the impression that mythols don't work anymore, because they yep. broke during the hatching. So if there's no power source, then firing the engines isn't going to really do anything. Yeah. Something's still able to keep it active, though. Well, that might be, like, lingering enchantments from... Because you can do, like, permanent magic protection seals and things and that that might not need a mythal to run or it's running in like ultra low power mode we don't know yet which um let's go ahead and start moving up the ship and see if we can find other doorways that are open other doors that are closed maybe a nice corpse or two what's the really dangerous cloud um yeah the really dangerous cloud like thing that uh, is is out in the void. Cankers. Canker. Does that petrify things? No. No. Okay. It it creates kind of like a, a slime. Okay. Mm hmm. Uh yeah, we go up. Okay. Up up and away. You go up. Um. Looking for doors. The entryway is fairly similar to what you've seen in Teliferous. So mm -hmm. there's like a little bit of an antechamber and then the stairwell going up. Right. Um, the staircase takes you up and comes to a second floor. And this is all at an angle, mind you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it's a round floor... Um, that the staircase comes up through the middle of and there are six doors spaced equidistantly around this uh stairwell huh okay they I... I they do all appear to be open yes i pick one at random and i post up on the side and then when everybody else has joined me uh i will peek into the room well, we each go to a separate room that's I'm going to go to the one I think is the captain's quarters. Okay. Make an inside go. check. 19. All right. Desmond, you examine the uh, the rooms and the like decorations above them and around them. And you're like, this one. This one right here. The third door uh, directly opposite where we enter the... Enter this floor. That's where the captain sleeps. 
Yep. I'm gonna get some booty, boys. <laughs> What's in our various rooms? Uh, each one contains 50,000 giant ants, and you are consumed. Don't spoil well. the party. Um, <laughs> no. That would be very silly. Each room appears to be crew quarters, as you might have expected. Mm-hmm. Um, bunks uh, in most of them, with little foot lockers, all of which are made of stone. Like, petrified. Um, There's a little sort of kitchenette area as well uh, through one of them. Desmond, you, of course, find the the captain's quarters, which is a single bed, and, like, there's a desk with maps on it. Um, Let's get those. They are made of stone and petrified as part of the table. Can I cast greater restoration on the table to unpetrify them? You can certainly try. Just gotta try to remember what level. Oh, it's level five. Okay, I cast greater restoration on the table and hope, hopefully, uh, it unpetrifies everything on the table. Okay. Uh, so you call upon Aquila's divine intervention to return things to their proper state and you feel the magic flow out of you into the table and then seep away. Rats. <laughs> hmm. All right. <laughs> That's not the good. I rummage around in a footlocker. The footlockers hey, are petrified hey, shut. You get into it. Yeah. yeah. Is the yeah, tree so until we can figure out the petrification this is going to be there is, in one room, a footlocker that is petrified open. Oh. All of the items in it are stone. <laughs> are petrified. Yeah. <laughs> is, the, is the tree petrified? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, I missed that part. I wonder if the, this happens, like, almost like a like a hibernation type thing. Like, yeah, like a defense. Like a last line of this defense. Is, this yeah, is very like, obviously intentional, yeah. Because I wasn't able to reverse it. Which means that it's being powered by something. Okay. Let's find the mythal room. But that makes me wonder if the crew is also in a similar state. Could be. Mm. In which case, we will have saved them. Mm, or attempted I don't know to. If they'll see it that way. Well, we'll see. They'll either see it that way or they'll see my finger pointing at them and disintegrating them. So. Wow. Their, cho- their choice, really. Disintegrates uh, their level L- 11. thousands of years. Yeah, old, yeah, yeah. level 11. Uh, the old uh, level 6 slot disintegrate. Nice. Because I, on the off chance that any true church member ever gets revived, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the kibosh on that early. We're gonna fix it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start disintegrating the corpses of our enemies. That seems perfectly reasonable to me. Especially Ravenwood. How dare he? Definitely, definitely a true church member. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't put it past him. If it's sick and depraved and fucked up, he's probably involved in some way. It you really betcha. gets him going. Mm-hmm. Let's make our way to the bridge, I think. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to check on the mythol first, but 
Yes. Yeah, we can do that. But... On our way up, uh, Desmond would know which door, presumably. I assume it's going to be blocked over with vines, but I figure it doesn't hurt to check. That was we hit it 50 times, it'll open. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm, I'm leaving messages underneath crates that is like, possible item. Uh huh. Like, yeah. <laughs> Liar. Look ahead. up to it. I walk up to a door and and see a message on the ground. Um, that says, "No, you don't have the right. Oh, you don't have the right. So there, you don't have the right. Oh, you don't have the right." Uh huh. We don't. We have to try a gesture. We just don't have it. Yeah. Yeah. Is the door blocked? Um, no, the door... Wait, hang on. Which door? There's you've, There's been a lot of talk about different doors and then an extended Elden Ring <laughs> meme reference. <laughs> yeah. Which door are you trying? Uh, Mythal Room. Uh, the Mythal Room is down by the engines. Oh. Oh, so we, we passed it already? So oh. you can't access it because that is sealed off. Ah! Oh, they're in the same, like... They're on the, they're okay. on the same floor. Gotcha. I Okay. Huh. Uh, in that case, I think head to the bridge. Yeah. Okay. Bridge. Yeah, let's see guy. if there's any like, honestly, see if there's any message of like, this is the last words of oh, Captain. What's his maybe there's another memnofluid bottle. Did we detect? Oh, if only we somewhere? could be so lucky. That's petrified. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? If it's petrified memnofluid, did that just make it a statue? Yeah. You could literally it, like hieroglyphics. Yeah, maybe. You could snort somebody's memories. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, I've vaped the cloud, but I haven't snorted it yet. And yeah. that's that's really the next high that I'm chasing. Yep. <laughs> um I I can't wait to uh inject a god's first memories directly between my toes. That's that's Great. the injection spot. Yeah. Oh my god. Yo. <laughs> My uh, my veins are all burned out from all the hatchling blood, so I <laughs> get creative. Yeah. It's gonna yeah. go straight to your cloud crescent. Yeah, <laughs> you got. <laughs> You're gonna have fully formed like heads form made of clouds poking out of it, and like reciting soliloquies. <laughs> oh, somebody get somebody get poke their head into the cloud crescent and just go on an acid trip. Yeah, yeah. look. If you, at the end of a D&D campaign, aren't a creature that would have a boss health bar, what are you even doing with your life? <laughs> yeah, that's what true. are you doing? Uh, and I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to work my way towards being the cloud-blighted acolyte that I was always meant to be. Of course. Let's go to the bridge. Okay, uh, you go up another flight of stairs and enter the bridge. How's it compared to our bridge? It's set up very differently. Um, a lot of the stations still have those, like, abacuses, abacai, yep. abacadopides. Abacadopides, yeah. Um, set up at them, but it's more like concentric circles around the captain's chair. There's no balcony mm. over that looks out here. There is instead, um, like, a, a tile mosaic from the texture oh, that is kind of around the outside wall. Yeah. Um, weapon stations are located here, as are comms as well. So it's a little more centralized, tell. it sounds like. Yes. 
knowing what I know of military layouts, would I get the impression that this is a more militarized version of the tree ship than ours? That would require... Are you saying ours is a research vessel? I'm saying ours is the Enterprise, and this is, like, <laughs> one of the Starfleet ships that is built specifically to kick ass. Ah. I will need a history check from you made at disadvantage. <laughs> you know what? I'll, That's fair. I'll, I'll do it as well. Okay. Do I, just uh, I rolled a nat 20 and an 18, so oh. that is a total of 19. <sighs> I crit failed. Uh, Leyland, allow me. I'm an expert on <laughs> elvish milling. <laughs> um... Know we, thy enemy, you know? I mean, yeah, it kind of makes sense if you I grew up... Jux is Everyone's not going Jux's to invade right. the Elven lands. We just, you know, we want to have preparation for that in case it becomes a necessity. It's like having, it's like the U.S. having a plan to invade Canada. You know, it's just in case. Um, what do I, what do I know? <laughs> you, yeah, you. The definite impression you get at this is that this is much more of a militaristic vessel than, um, the ship that became Teliferous is. Okay. I will. I'll relay that to everybody. Sure. My hunch. No bodies on the bridge. There are no bodies whatsoever. Hmm. Any Especially being a military ship, it, you would just think you would see. We'd find something. Or the bodies were all removed by somebody afterwards. Like, like if you had if you had Bye. crashed a ship. And then attacked, and like killed everybody. You would, you know, take the bodies out, and then some, take the you know, ship too though. Well, unless it petrified itself as a defense measure, and then you're like, well, sucks to be that. How big was the uh, island that we landed on? Like we we didn't search any of it before. We just nope. You went straight for the to... ship. Yeah, we yeah, didn't yeah. even land. That's gonna it. come bite us in the ass. That might, um, it might not. Who knows? Me, I do. Yeah. I mean, it's all petrified, so we we would have spent thirty minutes Probably poking around at stone trees. Desolate. Mm. Yeah. I I think as a group we are um, better off being ambushed, anyways. I I guess while we're up here, I'm going to try to. Immune with the ship by speaking with plants. Okay. Uh, go so, ahead and cast your spell. So I, I do that, and I just want to just kind of get a sense if there is anything within this area that I can even communicate with. I mean, focusing in and thinking about this tree ship in general. Okay, so you're you're trying to like do a ranger thing where you're like, are there any plants here that I can talk to? Yeah. Uh, make a nature check. Sure, I can do that pretty well. A total of seventeen. There are no plants here that you can talk to. I... Did I did I cast the spell then or no? I'll say probably not. You probably would have checked first. I hope you would have checked first. 
Okay. Desmond. Well, there's nothing to talk to here. Yes. Do you have dispel magic? I think so. Let me see. I'm I'm wondering if this like petrification shell could be like dispelled or disrupted in some way. I have right? dispel magic and I have remove curse. Okay. I, I also have dispel magic prepared for this could be some something fucking reason. We... Should you all do some checks for that first? Yeah. Probably let's investigate a little further before we try and brute force this, but you know, be prepared to brute force this. Should we detect magic first? Like, are we even? Would we even get a magical signature? What we're gonna get from... is it's magic. It's, yeah, the whole magic. ship's gonna be magic. Because, okay. <laughs> um, like, we already scanned it a couple times with Basil, and it, yeah, without the mythol being active, it seems like there's some like secondary protective skin. And yeah. there's nothing here on this bridge that is not petrified. Like, there's no. Yeah, this is something or... more than just shut down, like Teliferous was. So. Yeah. Was it Teliferous? Maybe we should have brought Basil down. Well, we had to make sure it was safe first. Yeah, once we've it's swept not. the <laughs> I mean, safe ish. I mean, it's kind of unsettling, but I don't know if it's not safe unless there's something else here. We haven't dealt with the ants at all. Well, I don't want to come to bother even, us. They didn't even yeah. mind Ched, he said. I think as long as we leave them be, we're okay. Okay. I think we need to go higher and see how deep into the tree the ants have made their nest. Because if it's like they've claimed the upper half, we might need to displace them in order to figure out what's going on. But if it's like they're only up in the branches, then we can probably ignore them. Okay. So let's exit the bridge and continue up the spine of the ship uh, cautiously. I think maybe maybe I'll Leyland the scouts ahead stealthily. Oh, well, that works. I, I would hate sure. to blunder into the queen and then all the ants go. Yeah. I think actually this is probably where we will stop for the evening because we've been recording okay. for about an hour. Um the party has made some progress on this mysterious crashed ship and learned some things. Um, and they will learn more things next time. Uh, so, I've been Joe, your host and Dungeon Master, for another thrilling D&D adventure. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88.com or thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on just about any podcasting platform, and our socials are... Find us at the Alchemist underscore club on Twitter and at the Alchemist Club on TikTok. And our intrepid tree ship explorers are Daniel playing Chad Fleet. Hey all playing Desmond. I'm Zach and I play Falrock. I'm Matt and I play Leyland. Waffle playing the Baron of Lofted Clouds. There we go. Um, <laughs> thanks for joining us. All right.